The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen or watch this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting next to me is my co-host, Chris Weir. Thanks for coming, Nasty Nation, down to the fart dungeon. Ooh, ooh the fart shack, baby. Yeah, we're, we're down here. It is, uh, it's uh, hot. It's moist. It's moist in here, yeah. And I'm a, I'm pretty sure we've been down here long enough this season. We're starting to peel some of the paint. Yeah, it's peeling back there. Uh, <laughs> it's getting uh, quite uh, awful. They'll be like, why, is, why are your walls yellow? Do you smoke down here? <laughs> yeah, we do. That's what it is. That's with all that. Uh, there's a menthane or <laughs> menthane, menthane, menthane. No, it was uh, methane. No, it was menthol. There's a never mind. There's something no. else. What else you got? No, it's like the thing that comes out from the ground uh, that smells real bad. Uh, that smells like farts. Um, methane. Is it methane? I think it's methane. Okay. There's sulfur. Sulfur. That's what I was trying to think of. We're scientists. We're great. We're great at this. We're baseball scientists, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so if you can't gather by now, this is a baseball podcast. Dude, if you haven't figured it out, by, yeah, come on. We know this. We know this by now. Your menthane talk. We started talking about, uh, I already forgot. You're good. We're like a mo- like three weeks into the postseason or four or whatever. Yeah. We we got this locked in. We know what we're doing. Yeah, it's been long. We we I we never leave the basement here. No, this is it. It's a work from basement situation. I am chained to the mini fridge. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How was your week? Uh, not bad. Went to uh, Texas Roadhouse for a family birthday celebration. Ooh. Ate a lot of meat. That was nice. Started another project. Decided to beat up the mantle. It sounded like a euphemism. It's not. Uh, <laughs> tried to do a chore that I am incapable of, and slowly but surely, my house is uh, falling apart. Yeah, from and it's and it's all you're doing. It is. Uh, I got the hammer marks to prove it. There's uh, drywall uh, that's just everywhere here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just ruining a thing I invested money into. I don't know. It, it's it's all going downhill. What about you, it's Billy? Going downhill. <laughs> well, you do these things, and then you're like, I'm I'm adding value to it, but it's it's just like the stock market, baby. It's got a dip before it can go right back up. Yeah, when we started this the season, I could see the TV because I had a, like a proper like thing set up to where I could like hinge the TV out, mm-hmm. but I didn't set it up properly, I guess, and that just kind of ripped it out of the drywall. Yeah. Now I gotta live with it just being flush. Against the wall. Which you can just lean and kind of see. Ah, I know. It's Do I need really to scoot hard. over? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's best that I don't have anything to distract myself <laughs> anymore than what I'm already doing. That's fair. I'm very distracted. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know that for a fact. I'm always well, that's distracted. that's a singer up there. So oh, that's very man. easy to get distracted. It's so easy. Do you think... So since being a mass singer, do you think that Travis Kelsey is dating Taylor Swift so she can give him singing advice for when he goes on The Masked Singer? Oh, you know he's going to be. He's got to be, dude. Dude, I can't wait. They're going to have like, uh, Mitch McConnell on The Masked Singer this year, I think. In <laughs> <laughs> the corpse of Dianne Feinstein. <laughs> <laughs> they have Mitch McConnell come out. He's in an actual turtle costume. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be tight. Well, well, I thought I could sing, but it turns out I really can't. <laughs> he just stood there. He didn't do anything. He just it's just uh, what's uh, Ken Jong just is like, oh my god, he's just shitting in the suit. <laughs> and then he walks <laughs> off in protest. Well, they couldn't tell if he was stroking out or not because his eyes are already dead on the outside of the costume. <laughs> yeah, they thought it was like this, like those little beady eyes that you put on top there. <laughs> At least put googly eyes on his glasses. <laughs> the googly you know? eyes, yeah. Googlies. <laughs> so good old fashioned googly googs. Mm-hmm. That sounded too close to a slur. Yeah, how was your weekend? It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Um, Friday, what did I do? I uh, it was great. I had a show in Columbus on Thursday. Um, Friday, I did stuff on Friday. Oh, um, uh, watched the baseball, then hung out with our dear friend Pat Brennan, and went down to Longfellow. Went back home, watched Cocaine Bear. 
Uh, was that a good film? It was so fun, dude. It, and it was just, a film, right? It was a film. Okay. I'd say it's more of an experience. Yeah, it, it's just fun camp, dude. What, what, what do you what do you want to know? What what do you really need to ask of? A movie called Cocaine Bear. Yeah, it's all right there for you. But if you start complaining, it's just like, what would you think? Oh, do we almost I, have it? We almost oh, have it. Oh, we're dude. getting so close. <laughs> I am making sure to not screw in any of those screws. <laughs> because, like, if it falls, like, just, it just seems like the timing could be impeccable. It would be great. I just don't want a million-dollar baby myself on the mini fridge. Oh, uh, man, but it would be cool. It would be really cool. <laughs> It'd be on camera. No way. Did he do it again? Or is that foul? Oh, it's shit. gone. Oh, this baby. Let's fucking dude. go. Hell yeah, dude. Have a series, man. Cool. I was worried about it. Looked like it was going foul. Is this his second homer of the game? I don't think so. No? no. He hit that double off the wall. That's it. Double homer. Yeah. I mean, he thought Ooh. he had a homer. Wow. That's rad. Yeah. Uh, Pimp it, dude. Give him the bird. How about you? How about this? He hits his homer, goes into the visiting bullpen, and beats the shit out of Brian Abreu. Yeah, I can see that happening. Why not? It's just a celebration. Oh. It's just to get the guys pumped up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you got a cold cock, a member of the opposing bullpen. <laughs> just give me a five-game suspension at the start of the 2024 season. <laughs> That's all you need. Just keep punching everybody. <laughs> hey, you're not going to be pitching in 2025, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're going to need multiple Tommy Johns. <laughs> yeah, you 36-year-old, take it easy. Come on. <laughs> Chill out. My last year, bro. Oh man, Woo, that was awesome. You love to see it. So yeah, it's top three. Uh, Rangers up four-one against the trash can bangers. Mm -hmm. mm, you love to see it. I mean, I guess it could be a good segue into some of the stuff we're. It could be getting to, or I could finish my thoughts on Cocaine Bear. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, it's fine. Don't play. No, no, no I'd rather hear about Cocaine Bear. Yeah, but it was great. It was exactly what you thought it would be. It's a fun hour and a half romp where a bear does a bunch of cocaine and eats people. There's some very fun deaths. It's Ray Liotta's. Ray Liotta's in. I think it's one of his last movies. Oh, damn. Yeah, he's like, if I didn't get Chantix, I'd still be alive. And he gets like in a boxing match with a bear, I he, think. He does get into it with two cubs. Yeah. What's really crazy is like, as much plastic surgery as he's had, yeah. does, his face does not move yeah. while fighting what? these cubs. He's just like, <laughs> Is he really fighting cubs? Oh, yeah, dude. It's so fucking funny, man. Oh, man. I wish I would have watched that. You should. It's on Amazon Prime. It's mm -hmm. free. How to give it a go. You should. It's very fun. It is based on a true story, isn't it? I mean, yeah. like, very loosely. No, it's not that loose. They're, that should happen. Yeah, the bear got on cocaine. Yeah, and started eating people. Yes. In Kentucky, right? In Kentucky. Like, if you watch, uh, there's afterwards, there's like, there's, like, news footage of them covering. Oh, no way. Yeah, dude. It's so sick. And then Saturday, I um, I Saturday saw Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, man, I want to watch it. It was like a three-hour movie. Three and a half. And who would have thought a movie about the murders of Native Americans would be so depressing? Yeah, I've heard it's kind of a bummer. It's a massive bummer. <laughs> was it good, though? Was it like you were it's, appreciating it the whole time? It's great. does yeah. not feel like three and a half hours. Okay, that's good. It feels good. like three hours and 29 minutes. Tight. Well, no, it's great. No, it's awesome. Uh, everyone in it is fantastic. It's perfectly cast. It has really good pacing. And then there's some great cameos. Sturgill Simpson. No way! Jason Isbell. Okay, damn. Jack White. What? Yeah. Did they shoot it like in Tennessee or something? They shot it in uh, at in Osage Country in Oklahoma. Okay, damn. It's great. Dude, it's fucking awesome. Go see it while you can. Make sure you go see it on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday evening. What's that? Because Thursday through Sunday is when they're airing the Eras oh. Tour. Oh, dear Lord. I'm sitting there. It's a very gripping moment between Bobby De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Then you just hear, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. You get hit with my friendship bracelet. <laughs> I just hear, and it's just Taylor Swift coming out through a hole in the theater. <laughs> it's like a rat. So, like a little mouse. A little albino mouse. I'm like, how much How much more can this woman pop up and like invade my life? Yeah, dude. You felt like football. That was like your, uh, your sanctity. Like that was a, 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 a private place. No one could get us there. Nope. And then she's coming in. She's invading. Uh, did you see her celebration uh, that she had like with uh, one of the girls in the booth? Yeah, that's Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany oh, Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, she is, I'm not sure if you know, she is very white. Extremely white. Yeah, uh, Taylor, no groove. None whatsoever. That's, that's why they just have her stand and sing and kind of just be a PR robot. She's all like 
back. She's all back. That's what she mm-hmm. looks like. Oh. <laughs> she looks like she's had many scoliosis back braces. Yeah, exactly. She's had like a uh, a stay at home mom run her finger up her back and give like a. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we got to send you in for another adjustment. Yeah, her back's just like hi. It's me. I'm the problem. It's <laughs> she has bedazzled back braces. <laughs> But then, you know, I'm watching the game on Sunday, the Chiefs-Chargers Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers game, and then they throw up a stat. I shit you not. I bet everybody else has seen it. It's uh, They were doing average receiving yards with and without Taylor Swift in the crowd. Dude, it's that's crazy. But the thing is, we're talking about it. Other people are talking about it. It's trending all the time. Yeah, it's being forced down our throats. <laughs> it really is. It's, a, it's incredible, the PR machine that she is. And she's she's Coca-Cola. She is yeah. a giant corporation. Yeah, it's gross. Oh man, I'm just glad uh she's not dating anyone on the back. Oh good. How bad would it be like she started j- dating Joe Burrow? To make it easier for me. Oh, why? <laughs> you know what I would do. You you do anything, right? Oh, to kill I'm you? hiding. Oh, I got I'm in you. the woods, baby. <laughs> I'm right. not making any public threats. <laughs> I, uh, th- so at homecoming uh, there were everyone's like Taylor Swift's gonna show up. She's gonna show up and be there and sing with the national. I was like, no, she's not. There's no way. You want to know why? Look around. There'd be fucking fifty snipers on every roof. Was it UC like the homecoming? No, no, no. Like the national festival. Oh, I'm sorry. That they a... went to and like you know the national did the stuff with Taylor and hmm. my friends like Billy. If she shows up, what would you do? I'd be like, her neck is in danger. <laughs> <laughs> it's always in danger. It's always in danger. It's like a little bird neck. <laughs> That's why she drinks Coca-Cola in the cans and not the glass bottles. Oh, I can see that. Joyce has has straws, probably. It's yeah, just her neck can't support. And someone has to, someone has to baby bird it into her mouth, even <laughs> in the Coke. Yeah, she's got her Diet Coke wench who comes over. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't see that photo with her with, like, the chicken uh, fingers and the ketchup and possibly ranch with someone, like, cutting that up and then regurgitating it into her mouth. <laughs> she just goes, yum, yum, and some person comes it's out like, and gives oh, I'm the yum, yum girl. <laughs> I'm the yum yum girl. <laughs> it's oh. like a geisha, something like that. <laughs> I'm Taylor Swift's geisha. I'm Taylor Swift's geisha. God, I, I read all her positive reviews and regurgitate her chicken fingers. <laughs> if anybody quotes any of her songs on a sweatshirt on Etsy, I make sure it's shut the fuck down. <laughs> I'm the worst. God, she's terrible. So yeah, then uh, Saturday I also went to the FCC match, and then uh, yeah, man, it was a, it was a great weekend. It was a very good weekend. Good. And then Sunday did the Riff Show Go Bananas, so it was very fun. Hell yeah. Extremely productive. My sweatshirt, I will address this now. It does say dicks. It is a burger spot in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Nothing I, more. I will address this. My pants I'm wearing says cunts. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys can see it. None of you knew that, but holy cow. It looks nice. Thanks. It's very comfy. It is a little hot down here. I Did, did you fart recently? Dude, it is a little toasty. I was going to say something, but uh, I was not just <laughs> biffing up no, front. No, you weren't. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of biffing and whiffing, the Phillies blew it tonight. Yeah, man. Uh, they looked like they were cruising. Thought maybe they were going to get a sweep out of this whole situation. Uh, not happening. Nope. I spoke too soon. Dude. I, I didn't give the Snakes enough credit when the series started. I thought they were just going to roll over. It's pretty impressive. They fought back and tied this thing up to get us to another seven-game series. Yeah, they're the only ones that don't believe they're the underdog. But now I think everyone else like believes that. Now it's like, man, they are legit. Yeah, it's like everyone cooled off at the same time. You know, they had those two games at home at the bank, and there was bedlam at the bank again. Mm-hmm. Just everyone going crazy. This massive home field advantage. They were feeling themselves. Then they go to Arizona and they're like. Yeah, when we when we sweep, we're gonna swim in the pool. Oh my god! Like, why would you say that? What are you doing here? You just were like on the opposite end of like that, where you had that momentum uh, from Atlanta, and then are you gonna turn around and deliver like the same bit of uh, I don't know, like uh, meals for them to just like okay, this is like uh, food for us to like really just like have something to energize us to beat you guys. Yeah, exactly. We're putting this on the bulletin board. There's a reason we were the hottest team for the last month and a half in baseball. Bing, bong, fuck your life. That's what they did. Yeah, man. I mean, this is pretty crazy. So, I mean, they fucking won the game tonight. Yeah, they did. And the thing was, man, like, 
those the first two games at the at Chase Field, which is now I've dubbed it. I got a nickname for it. I don't know if anybody else has it. I, I'm calling it the Snake Pit. The Snake Pit. The, I can dig that. Yeah, right. That's fun to get behind. The Indiana Jones Pit. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna actually replace the pool in the right field bullpen with the boulder run. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and actually left field in the three hundred section, all rats. Yeah, yeah. It's, you have to run from <clears throat> the rats. They've got a little pool area. Like they got like a little creek set up. It's pretty cool. And you have a section where you can just like grab people's hearts, like. Oh, I'm glad we did that sound effect at the same time. It's tight, man. It I love that. So I saw someone do that one time in a restaurant, a server. Like I was Rip working with. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Uh, no, 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 just do that thing. Like just did something just randomly. Just pretend and go. <laughs> I was like, man, this dude's cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Were you mm-hmm. in Chili's? No, it was a Don Pablo's. <laughs> oh man. No, I knew it was some type of Tex-Mex. <laughs> yeah, it was. I knew it was close. Yeah, they shut that place down. Yeah, they did. I loved Don Pablo's, too. It was pretty tight. I you, liked it a lot. Do you remember, uh, what was that, Hotel Discovery? It was in Eastgate? No. It was really good. Oh, there we go. And ground up in Altuve. Get out of here, you dwarf. Come on now. You dingus. Five, six. What a man. Yeah. What is he? Which one of, which one of uh, Snow White's guys he... Grumpy, sleepy. Uh, HGH. Cheaty. No, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like Altuve. I think I he's do great. Too. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's on the trajectory. Yeah. Um, but uh, but overall, I mean, like you can't give you can't give anybody any fuel in the postseason. It's already so close, and the Phillies went to Chase Field, the Snake Pit, if you will, mm-hmm. and they went in there with having. Ranger Suarez, who pitched well, and then a bullpen day, and those were just their weakest days. Those those were their their games where it's like, if we're going to lose, those are the two we're going to lose. Yeah, it did feel like they definitely let off the gas there. And, uh, yeah, man, the, the light of day just kind of just widened there, and the D-backs completely blew, blew it open. Yeah, and poor Craig Kimbrell, man. Yeah, dude. Uh, great, great pitcher he's just not as sharp as what he once was so it's kind of rough watching those things but like still you watch him come in and i'm saying like oh it's gonna it's locked down yeah but i'm not thinking about the craig kimbrell of of what's going on right now no which is a bummer and i saw this stat he has a 4.66 era in the postseason that seems crazy isn't it nuts he kind of wiltered man he kind of wilters in the under the bright lights but i i still would say he's borderline hall of famer he needs to uh if he goes out there tomorrow and has to shut it down, mm-hmm. or if they don't trust him, which could be the, the case, or get some saves in, hopefully, the World Series. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about it. Uh, I think that solidifies it again, you know, for him to be in the, oh, come on. That's a fly out. That's not oh, out of no. Yo, no, no, no. <laughs> well, that camera needs to figure uh, it out. Uh, what do we got there, Bill? God, Bregman, solo homer. So now, what is it, three to two? Four to two. Four to two. Bregman, member of the tribe, good Jewish boy. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it. It's like individually, I'm like, all right, all right. And then they all get together and I'm like, yeah, like, uh, I don't like seeing like the Astros, like logo, their colors and stuff like no. that. But like Altuve, I like seeing like individuals that uh, are good, but like organizations are very hard to root for. Yeah. It's like we're we're in the weird case where it's like, man, I like that front office. I'm gonna root for that GM. <laughs> yeah. I'm root for that president of baseball ops. Um, but yeah, you can. It's just it's a bummer for Kimbrel. He was clearly gassed and and had just two back to back bad nights. And then it was like, all right, enough. We need to get back to winning ways. And Wheeler went out there, pitched seven innings, had six hits, one to run, eight Ks, and Schwarber and, and Harper hit bombs. That's just and that's just how they win, dude. It's crazy the amount of just like uh, sheer just like uh, force they have, just like these big bats. <clears throat> I'm really envious of it. Uh, right. Seeing Schwarber, Harper, like those dudes, like just clear bases. <laughs> yeah, just go up and just knock dangers. Did you see? I love the Bryce stare down of Kevin Durant and uh, uh, Devin Booker. No, I didn't. I, don't, I didn't see that. Did you see that? So no. he was rounding third, and those two dudes were on the third baseline. Oh yeah, sitting up front, and he just locked in. <laughs> I didn't know that. It was so sick. <laughs> That's cool. It was like, bro, I'm a. You know, just remember, I'm the superstar in this mm. sport. It <laughs> That's was awesome. so sick. Um. Yeah, man. So, 
Um, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in on this game, too. So, yeah, and then, and then tonight, dude, Aranola was just gassed, man. A lot of traffic on the base paths. His fastball wasn't there. His slider was a little off. It was... Uh, it was definitely his ugliest start. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, you see this, like, uh, at this time, like, in playoffs when, like, everyone is showing, like, how long this season is, how tired they are. It's it's just anticipated. It, like, it's hard to get upset, like, at these players. But, like, how are you not? It's, oh, yeah, you just played uh, 162 <laughs> games and plus all these other. Like, you just they're just constantly going. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered I bet on Aldis <clears throat> Garcia to hit a homer tonight. Really? Yeah. Nice. Now I just need uh, your Dan to hit a double, and I win like two hundred bucks. You got got yourself some nice parlays. Let's do, yeah. Daddy needs some new shoes. Two plus bases. Um, yeah. I mean, and so it was inevitable that he was going to be get gassed, and he had such a good postseason record, and we saw it even tonight with uh, Christian Javier for the Astros. Didn't even get out of the first. It's wild. And it just feels like, you know, just so many, like, pitches. It, it's just a matter of inches. matter of just, like, a little bit, one at bat here or there, where it's just, like, they get rocked or something. And then it's, like, such a short string on them, yep. short leash. And these pitchers, which, you know, uh, we're watching Max Scherzer right now, uh, not up to, like, you know, peak performance. But, like, no. his last start – there was just like a handful of pitches that just missed just by a little bit, but it's just all it takes. Well, it's even more no way. Oh, uh, wait. Oh, wow. That's all. Going no three? way. No. Stand-up triple. Stand-up triple. Daddy just won like 200 bucks. Nice. There it is. <laughs> Fuck yeah. By the third. Holy dick in my ass. Yeah, man. It's only the third. It's crazy. There's just so much stuff is happening now. We got, we got pitchers that are gassed. Anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, Scherzer came back from a latch strain. No one thought he would be able to pitch and do this. Mm. He's just willing himself to be like, I'm getting this team to the World Series. I'm going to do everything I can. Now he's gassed. You have to pull him. Yeah. I mean, it's not a matter now just like being able to hit location, which he's not do that wasn't a bad pitch, but still, no, he knew it was them. coming. Yeah, he and your Dan is so good inside out. Like he, it's impressive what he does. He took that and hit the hit the Crawford boxes, <laughs> and it was th two inches outside of the outside of the zone. Hit, all at the at his fucking knees. The plate coverage with him is scary. <laughs> He's so good, man. Yeah. And it's disgusting that they just traded him for a player that I forget who it was ended up getting DFA'd by the Dodgers. So Jesus, yeah, it's like everyone has a bad one. Mm. That's a world class. Yeah, bad that's one. gonna sting. So we're here at this point with the Rangers and Astros. We're obviously pulling for the Rangers, but this is gonna be one of the. This is gonna be a tough one because who? This is another bullpen day. They lost it with a bullpen game at home. They lost three straight at home. And, you know, Evaldi wasn't great last night, but got enough for them to get the win. Mm -hmm. um, oh, there we go. Keep him at third. Got it. Um, yeah, but the, the Rangers' bullpen, it, it's ugly. Their ugly head popped out, man. Like, their bullpen in game four gave up. So after he went two-thirds mm -hmm. of an inning... Three runs. He gave up three runs. Dunning gave up three runs. Bradford gave up a run. Uh, Will Smith gave up a run. Martin Perez gave up two. I mean, that's that's that sucks. That's ten runs. You can't win a baseball game doing that. No. In general, especially in the postseason. So, and then you have Game Five, which we kind of touched on it when Aldis hit that goddamn danger. Mm -hmm. Dude, Brian Abreu should be suspended for those two games. He was clearly throwing at him. You know. At the time when I was watching it, I didn't think he was throwing at him. But m m the more time has passed, it definitely seems like, especially when we just watched that interview with him, the way he was avoiding avoiding saying, no, I was not throwing at him. He's saying, you know, I'm just trying to compete. And I was just concerned about, like, why didn't I have it? Like, it was like, okay, I think now he was probably – he was definitely trying to come in. But – for him to throw at him in that situation is very – I mean, it led to what we see now, a loss. So that was just a crazy situation to unfold. Yeah, one of the hottest hitters for the Rangers lost his spot in the lineup with all this. Like, you know, he drilled him and he, he snapped and freaked out and he got tossed. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. I get you're trying to come inside, but the placement of that one right on the meat – 
on yeah. your arm. And he'd already pimped a home run on you guys. And you have an old school manager like Dusty mm. who would just be like, yeah, just hit him. Who cares? Yeah, the optics of it were just so bad. But like looking at it from the situation, it's just like, yeah, why would you throw at him? But I mean, you know, but then mm-hmm. again, like what just happened there, if you just isolate it to that point. Yeah. Uh, but it was not the right call to do that no. for everything that played out. No, and that was the, and think about it, the way you're saying it with the optics, that's also the perfect time to throw at somebody. Mm-hmm. You'll just be like, oh, he didn't mean to. He's like, I'm a, I fucking dead totally mean to hit him. <laughs> yeah. I totally wanted to drill him and leave a goddamn bruise on his left arm. <laughs> yeah. It never once started like anywhere near the strike zone. No, it, and it, it it wasn't even like it tailed. It was just like bonk. Mm-hmm. So, and, and what I think is bullshit is he got the two game suspension. They upheld it, and then they moved it to next season. Yeah. So there's really no uh, punishment. No. for it. He. he, he Bless you. Thank you. Uh, he what he needs to do is they need to at least have him serve one of those games. Hmm. In the playoffs. And be like, oh, well, they worked so hard to get here. Well, then don't throw at people. It doesn't belong at anywhere at any, at any point in the game. I mean, I do kind of like seeing people get thrown at like a little bit. If it, it can okay. be done tastefully. There's a way to do it. There's an art form to it. Yeah. But I do understand that, yeah, if you're going to punish them, punishing them next season, isn't that's not punishment. No. The tasteful, tasteful way to do it. So, like, are you comparing, like, hustler to playboy here? No, I I just want to say like there's there's good ways to go about doing it, and there's ways that are just no. Actually, hot turtle playboy, that's pretty good. Thank I, you. I like that. Thank you. Mm. I, I'm I'm disgusting. Once, once tasteful. Oh shit, dude! They brought in Jordan Montgomery. No way. Wow, he's coming in here on like three days rest. Interesting. He would be the game one starter for the World Series. Now, here's a question for you. What inning is it? I can't see. This is the bottom of the third. Here is a question for you. Okay. Do you think they are doing this because the Phillies lost and they have an extra day of rest? I think it is possible. And I think like with the way you're structuring the pitching for this Winner take all, loser go home situation. You can treat it like like, hey, we're gonna get all of our starters in here. We're going to give them three innings. It's just like a a bullpen day for them. Uh, yep. To just hey, we need thirty pitches. Yeah, Avaldi's the only one not available. I would have to assume. Yeah. So why not? Wow, that's bonkers, man. Good for them, man. Good for Bruce Bochy, man. Good for him knowing what to do with his bullpen and be like, all right, boys, all hands on deck and everyone buying in. I like that. It's also going to throw them off a little bit, the Astros. That's awesome because he's been – he was okay his last start, but he's been, aside from that, very good in this postseason. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Rangers came in yesterday and took game six, and now we're here and we're moving along. And we're moving right along to the Reds. There's actually some news. Yeah. The Reds made an extension. Yeah, they did for a hometown boy. Luke Mailey. Yeah, congrats, buddy. Congrats, Luke. <laughs> we're such a fan. $3.5 million, well-deserved. Yeah. And then there's a club option for the next year, which, again, holy shit, club options are the best. Yeah, very respectable uh, contract there. And what a great guy to uh, have the, uh, you know, uh, an additional year possibly to with yeah. the Reds. And stability behind behind the dish for as your, as your number two guy for at least this year and possibly next. And knowing that there might be some other guys coming up that gives you more time to get the guys that are down in the double A, single A. There's a guy that we drafted a couple years ago that Jake really likes. I forget his name off the top of my head. Fish Hands. Fish Hands, yeah, Fish Hands McGorgelson. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Webtoe Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fart Nips McGee. <laughs> From Chattanooga. From Chattanooga. Oh, uh, Romy Thompson, big fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm a, I'm such a big fan. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Luke Malley, who's a very steady presence behind the plate, and with the, the youth of the team, that's great to have a, a steady force like that. So and pretty cool. a man who goes to White Castle every morning to get his coffee. What? How, how can you not trust that's him? That's awesome. I love it. White Castle, we've talked about it before. Great coffee. Great coffee. Don't sleep on White Castle. I had, uh, mm. I had White Castle twice in a week. 
Nice. I am I am in pain. <laughs> yeah. And I did the Frisch's breakfast bar on Saturday. Oh, I love it. You drizzle that cheese on. Dude, come on. That's I, awesome. We got some fucking like it's like a nacho cheese. Mm. Spread it across everything. So you do that with the cheese, you know what I do? What? Sausage gravy over everything. Really? Sausage gravy. I get the sausage gravy, I put it on the biscuits, I put it on my bacon, I put it on my potatoes. I do like that. I don't put it on my pancakes though. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I love it. And it's showing you, hey, we like the squad that we have and they're willing to invest. Hopefully, they start picking up on the off-season wish number one. I just realized we weren't talking about Frisch's breakfast bar anymore. No, we weren't. I moved right along. Okay. Did you see that seamless transition? Yeah, you yeah, didn't I even thought. Notice. I was like, man, this cheese is really good. <laughs> Billy's nailing it. <laughs> they did offer that nacho <laughs> cheese an extension. They, they did. Oh, man. Now I remember the helmet and getting the cheese in there. Mm-hmm. Those hash browns. Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Offer them an option. All righty. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Off-season wish number three. Again. Off-season wish number three. Power hitting outfielder. It's something that we need. We do. We have a lot of guys that are mashers in the terms of hitting singles, hitting gaps. We don't have a bona fide home run hitter. No, we don't. The, the closest that we have to that would be Spencer Steer. He's the only one that hit over 20 homers in the season. Is that foul again? Oh, just barely. Just oh, barely foul. He was the only guy to hit 20 dangers. It was him. That was it. Mm-hmm. Only guy. Look. I get it. There's a lot of potential for power with CES, McLean, and Ellie. But that is potential power. Yeah, and we realize these guys haven't played a whole season there. But, uh, yeah, we haven't seen who can, uh, of that class, be the guy. It could be like the quintessential uh, four-hole guy. Right, right. And so what you need to do is you go, all right, let's fill that hole. Mm-hmm. Fill it, baby. Fill her on up. And, and you know, of course... I have a list. Oh, man. It's right here. It's right here. But hold on. I would like to preface that by saying there is one guy that is not. There's a couple people on this list. Some might have club options still. And the number one person who is not on this list because the Reds aren't going to sign him is Cody Bellinger. Mm. Just not going to happen. We got to tamper expectations and be realistic here. So I got four guys. You know, I would say the number one is is your $20 scratch-off lottery ticket. Okay. Your your number two is your $10 scratch-off lottery ticket. Your three is a $5 scratch-off lottery ticket. And number four is like pool tabs. Okay. Like you would go and with you, when you go to like a bar in Wisconsin, you just got to get some tabs. So you open them up. <laughs> oh, I got all bells. <laughs> I won $50, babe. I can drive home drunk now. <laughs> We can finally afford that Uber. (laughs) That Uber we've been hearing about. Uber, babe. Have you heard of Lyft? (laughs) Well, I think that's a pretty good pull tab that you got at number four, if I got a tease. Please tease me all night long, Daddy. Love a good tease. Number one. Let's hear it. Teoscar Hernandez. Number two. Lourdes Gurriel Jr. Mm -hmm. Number three. J.D. Martinez. Number four, Joey Gallo. Yeah, yeah, get him, get him with those pool tabs. Now, look, if you've been listening to this pod from the beginning, every single year I just wish that Joey Gallo ends up in a red uniform. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. It would be so fun. And look, JD Martinez, he might not be able to play the outfields this at the ripe age of 36, but I have a plan. Okay. We'll start with Tasker Hernandez. Dude, guy can mash. And he was playing in a big ballpark last year in Seattle, man. The mm-hmm. balls don't fly out of there. No. And uh, I was looking here. I was looking at baseball savant last year. Expected home runs by park. He would have had 40 at Great American Ballpark. That's wild. He had 26 at home in Seattle. Wow, he'd fit so well here. He, Dude. And then, and then also his metrics, man. And... Um, Exit average exit velo eighty one percentile barrel percentage eighty eight percentile hard hit percentage ninetieth percentile sprint speed eighty second percentile. Do you know how well that fits in with everything that we already have on this roster with all this young talented speed? These are some sexy numbers. He fits right in there, dude. It would be really nice. I'd like to see it. Yeah, it would be great. He could play left. He could play right. Put him wherever you want. 
he's his arm his arm value 82nd percentile man yeah that's nothing to sneeze at 89th percentile nothing to sneeze at at all he would fit beautifully i think it'd be like a four a three to four year deal with some club options uh probably around 20 to 23 annually if you're thinking to yourself, can the Reds afford that? The Reds can afford that. Oh, man, it seems crazy to say that, though. I mean, just with all this stuff like uh, that we're used to with the Reds, yeah. uh, their lack of pulling the trigger or opening up the purse strings. I mean, they've done it before, but it's just been with s- such finite amount of, of players that they've done that for. So, I mean, that would be great to see them do uh, pull a fast one like this. Yeah. It, look, they had people in the st- they had people in the seats. Everyone spent money to go to the ballpark this year. They did. They had an over 40% increase in attendance. If they if they don't do anything and don't sign any free agents, I think you're going to have a problem. Now's the time to hit. Keep you know while the money's going, while it's working, keep pushing it down. You got the algorithm working for you. <laughs> That's right. Cuz you know who else is going to spend money? Everyone in your division but the Pirates. Mhm. The Cardinals are going to retool after having a rough season. Mm-hmm. The Cubs are going to pe- they're going to pony up for Bellinger, and they're also going to fill some holes. And the Brewers, they're always a crapshoot, but they're the goddamn Brewers, and they're savvy. They're going to do something. You you can't be complacent. Mm. That's my whole thing with this wish list. Even if you take a couple of people off this wish list. That shows that you are putting forth some effort. Yeah, it's a signaling thing too. Like not only just the fans, but like the the players in the clubhouse. You know, I think what we're just talking about with Mally gives uh, the comfortability uh, with the players to know that okay, we have a constant presence behind the plate. We have uh, a veteran for the most part to look uh, up to. And same here, it's just like hey, we're invested. We see a good investment here with you guys so we'll make you feel uh, a lot more comfortable with uh, some more uh, some more weapons 100 percent agreed so that's number one that's my 20 dollars scratch off that's a big one Mm -hmm. that's a big one and he's uh 31 so i mean it's not too much of a crazy risk you give him three four years that puts him at age 34 35 season not bad not bad buy the prime buy the prime again if he's looking for a five or six year deal, you're out of it. I, I think that's too much. You might have to go hire AAV if you're looking for a three to four, but I think he would be a perfect fit. And if you're also thinking like, but Billy, what about Jake Fraley? I love Jake Fraley. He's a, his entire career, he's not been able to, oh, wow, that hit right off his fucking glove. Wow, everybody's safe. Off they of Altuve's glove. Dude, holy oh, shit. Or no, that was that was Jose Abreu. I wonder if it hit off his chin fuzz. Here we go. <laughs> that was a rip, dive. Oh, knocked the off a rubber band on his goatee. <laughs> he's, he's probably like, oh, no, my rubber band. But what about my chopper? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's a beautiful disaster. Oh, man. He lost another button on his jersey. He did. And he lost a diamond on his chain, on his, mm. on his bracelet there. <laughs> what a bummer, eh? Um, but yeah, where was I? We, we, did, we didn't get into oh Jake Fraley. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt. He tried to play through it, but the thing with him is his career is that he's always been hurt. He's a guy that we've that you know you can maybe get a hundred games out of. We got hundred eleven out of him. I think that's the most in his career. Mm-hmm. Evan Carter, let's go, buddy. That's a fair ball. There's one. Oh my gosh. There's two. Are you gonna give Daddy three? Ooh, there you go, the rookie. Oh man, the Rangers. Man, you love to see it. They're doing it, dude. At this rate, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think you're not. You're not gonna get. I don't think you're ever gonna get 120 games out of him. You know how many games the uh, the Mariners got out of uh, out of old Teoscar Hernandez this year? Was it like 160? 160. You know what the Blue Jays got out of him the year before? No. 131. You know what Toronto got out of him the year before? 143. <laughs> so, yeah, that's he awesome. He plays. Availability is a skill set. And it's also about upgrading. We're, we're trying to fill holes that we see. It's nothing against Jake Fraley. It's just that we need to have somebody that can mash in runs consistently, and there's an opening at the corners <laughs> in the outfield. Yep. And there's nothing against Will Benson either. I love Will Benson. He gets totally. on base. Mm-hmm. But he's a guy that all, that can give you outfield depth. And mm-hmm. this also means bye-bye Stuart Fairchild. Yeah, that would be nice. Sorry, dude. 
But that's that's how this roster is shaping up if we're doing what we need to do. Mm. Uh, my second, my $10 scratch-off, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., he's 30. Again, this year, 145 games. Year before, 121. Year before, 141. Guy balls. Guy plays. Doesn't have the same... Um, Elite metrics, let's go. That's two more runs. You can put them on the board, dude. Oh, man. Put numbers on the board. Bum, bum, blink. How many RBIs does he have this game? Bum, bum, blink. Oh, dude. Man. Rangers. Let's go. The team of destiny. Mm-mm-mm. Thanks, Creed. Man, they uh, are, they they are feeling that. it. Yeah, dude. Is that all this again? Yep. <laughs> God, you love to see it. That means he's got like six RBIs on this game? That's what I was thinking. Lourdes Gurriel, his hard hit uh, percentile 77th in baseball, sweet spot 58, barrel 50, a, but a very good fielder. His sprint speed is in the 41th percentile, not great. But listen to this. If he played his games at Great American Ballpark, he would have, would have had 31 home runs this year. Mm-hmm. That's, it, that's what you're looking for. It's really something to consider when you're. Uh, we were talking about you know how many times uh, a handful of podcasts ago we we're talking about the Reds leading up to the playoffs. It's just a matter of games. It's a matter of outs. It's a matter of runs. And we're getting like when things are this like tight and close. Yeah, you, you got to look at like what other uh, metrics would be at the home <laughs> ball club. Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. That's like, hey man, uh, maybe four more runs, four more home runs. Could mean the difference in two wins. And we mm-hmm. could be the Arizona Diamondbacks. Exactly. Another 15 RBIs could be the difference between uh, us and, you know, talking about, you know, the Reds as opposed to talking about the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Number three, J.D. Martinez. This guy's got a little bit more age than the other two. A little bit. But here's the thing. 2023, 113 games. 2022, 139. 2021, 148 games. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of consistency with... uh, Consistency, stays healthy, mashes, dude. He found his stroke again in Los Angeles. 98th percentile in exit velocity, 98th percentile in barrel percentage, 98th percentile in hard hit, 97th percentile in sweet spot. Yeah, this is great. That's mashing, Mm -hmm. dude. He also, batting run value, 93rd percentile. Holy shit. He's an, he, he's a, he's an A student, dude. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, I, look, I know I said outfielder, but, but hear me out. He would have had 43 expected home runs by Park at Great American Ballpark this year. 43. Yeah, that is uh, quite a significant number. Again, and you know what this also does? Look, you can have him play first. You can have mm-hmm. him play right. You can have him play left. But you can have him DH. You mm-hmm. put CS at first, and you have have JD rotate between DH and first and outfield. Yeah, there's enough flexibility with our, our core guys to where we can find somebody like this to work into that little uh, rotation there. Yeah. You know who would love to have a guy like this? David Bell. Because mm-hmm. then you would just put him everywhere. Yeah. Flexibility, man. I mean, it, it, look, it's going to be a one year. He signed a one year last year, like 11. Just give him a one year. Give him a one year 20. You think so? Screw it, dude. If we got the money. Uh, it it's seems, not mine. Yeah, it's not my money. Spend it. Just spend it. It doesn't matter to me. doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, the window of opportunity, it seems like how close the Reds were to getting into like the mix here. And, man, if you just get hot with the Reds, have a lot of these players that can be dominant and streaky. Yeah, but you do got to consider like how close you can be to uh, you know spending the money to get those RBIs, get those extra wins, get the power, mm-hmm. buy the power, or trade for the power. But I think that you would rather hold on to the assets that you have until you know where the club falls. This is when you spend the money, you you project what your roster is going to be, spend the money, fill the holes. Get through the season, get up to the deadline, know what you need to do to get to the playoffs, Mm -hmm. then spend the assets by trading. That's just how this works. And look, the the Dodgers aren't going to need a DH because they're signing Shohei Otani. You think it's going to happen? Yeah, come on. 
Yeah. He's going to go to the Dodgers. I think so, too. So, and lastly, my dollar scratch-off, <laughs> Joey Gallo. Why do you think he's a dollar scratch-off? Oh, he hit 177 last year with a 301 on base percentage with a 440 slugging. Look, he had an OPS plus of 101. But his name's Joey Gallo. <laughs> Look, you are preaching to the choir. I want you to know that. I love it. I love Joey Gallo so much. Yeah. Ever since he came up for the Rangers in 2015, he was a mega hyped prospect. Mm. Guy had just as pretty swing could mash. Yeah. God, dude. 2017, 41 homers. 2018, 40 homers. 2019, 22 homers. Uh, but he got hurt. He only played in 70 games. 2021, uh, where'd it go? 38 homers. And just, he shit the bed in New York. It was bad. It was ugly. In New York, 163.03.404. OPS plus a 93. Man, they made it seem like he was worse than he was. He was just slightly below average and struck out a lot. Because he's just a younger, fitter Adam Dunn. Mm. I like that. I could go for another uh, big donkey. Big, Give me the donk, dude. In 111 games, which is the exact amount, or pretty close to, that Jake Fraley played, 21 homers. Expected homers at Great American Ballpark, 24. Target field's very similar yeah. to Great American. Um, but, man. And we look at Schwarber, dude. I mean, he hit under 200. And now he's doing so much damage in the playoffs. Well, he also hit 40 homers. I mean, look, Gallo's going into his age 30 season. There's still plenty of time for him to come back. I Mm -hmm. think that it's a show-me deal. Uh, Man, he could do it. He could bounce back, and he could just mash here. He could. It almost feels very similar like a Will Myers thing. Like we're really banking on him, like just like finding uh, that juice that was in him at one point. Yeah, but but the difference between Joey Gallo and Will Myers is Joey Gallo has enough letters in his name. You think so? I do. <laughs> yeah. It's not spelled all weird and I have to question how I'm typing it into my computer. I know how to spell Joey it's Gallo. It's Joey Gallo. I mean Joey fucking Gallo. I mean, come the fuck on. <laughs> yeah. Dude, a left-handed bat like his with the potential that he still holds in that bat. It could work. It, it could really work. It could work. And if it doesn't, then you Will Myers him too. Yeah. One year, $11 million with a club option. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, those are some uh, some interesting uh, ideas there. And I I think they'd be all be fun additions. And again, you, you never know how things are going to play out. But I mean, yeah. the Reds do need to add uh, the quintessential masher. And they got uh, some corner options uh, open in the outfield. 100%. I wouldn't say completely open. I mean, you, you're going to put Spencer Steer in left. Mm-hmm. You've got TJ Freeland center. And then right field's open. So you could put any mm-hmm. one of these guys there. Um, or you put Jake Fraley in right field and you have uh, the rotation of J.D. Martinez. Because then you sacrifice that position and that bench spot for a dude that's gonna that can hit that many home runs. Hit, yeah. Who could potentially hit 43 home runs at Great American Ballpark. Mm-hmm. We just need somebody that's really good at math to add all this stuff together and see like what all these options equate to. We need some money ball dudes with like little numbers floating around some guy's <laughs> head. I'm looking around. I think I've done a pretty good job of that so far. I like it. It's really it impresses me. I've learned so much uh, getting to do this podcast with you. Well, that's what I'm here for, pal. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's just it's just great spending time with you. you yeah, know? it's fun. It's I really fun. dig it. I'm it's glad. great. It'd be weird if you hated it. You're like, oh, God, I can't wait for it to be Fuck over. This. It's right before you cut out, you always see me rolling my eyes at the end, like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, do I really have to do this oh, again Jesus every Christ. Monday? Every Monday? Jesus Christ, this fucker's here. Oh, hey, Billy. <laughs> oh, hey, pal. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I'm really excited. Um, I, I hope they do it. And then I think next week, I mean, we've got the World Series. we got two more weeks. Man. Then we wrap this thing for a little bit. We take a little break. So, Fine, baby. Let's round third and a half for home. Okay. Um, same stuff I've been promoting. I got uh, Go Bananas this weekend. And uh, if you're in St. Louis, the 9th through 11th, I'll be there at uh, Flyover Fest. Uh, we all got a special interview going on uh, tomorrow, but I'll let Billy talk about yes. that. Um, what do I got? I have something. Oh, Sunday, I'm at Woodburn Brewing at 7 o'clock. It's a, it's a variety show. It's uh, comedy, magic, and burlesque. Who's running that? Uh, Ron Irvin. Oh, cool. Yeah. Can you guess which one I'm doing? 
I want. I wish it was burlesque. Well, surprise! It's fucking burlesque, dude. Nice. Yeah, dude. I'm gonna finally show off my nips. There we go. I mean, actually, there's like those old nip things with the tassels. And then next Saturday, if you uh, live in Green Springs and you're a part of the fire department, I'm doing a fundraiser there. I am the middle entertainment. Nice. Yeah, so that'd be fun. Uh, okay, big, 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 big announcement. Um, Baseball United had their draft today. If you don't know, it's the first Middle East baseball league. It's professional baseball, okay? You got Barry Larkin involved. You've got Melky Cabrera involved. Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. Uh, Robin- Sabo. Robinson Cano. Mm-hmm. Dude, so many guys. Um, Phil Irvin, Reds legend, drafted one of the teams today. We will be interviewing Kashik tomorrow, and we'll probably be releasing it on Wednesday after I edit it. But we're going to have a full hour interview with him talking about the process of how the league came to be, how they're running their front offices, how they're running their schedule. And they've got an all-star game between East and West coming up in November, near the end of November. And we're going to get all the details for you guys and how you'll be able to watch it and follow and enjoy this new baseball league that will get us through the winter. Yeah. Gets us through the seasonal affective disorder that is no baseball. Baseball all around the world. Around the world. So I'm very excited to announce that. I'm very pumped. We're going to be doing that tomorrow and we'll be releasing it on Wednesday. So strap in and get ready for more baseball you didn't expect from Saudi Arabia, India, and the United Arab Emirates. It's pretty tight. It's very tight. So, uh, plugs. In the clutch. Also very cool. We teamed up with Liam Castellanos again. Yeah, it's really, really fun. And we, uh, it's for Kisses for Kyle, one of the, which is a foundation. It's not just a thing I do. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a foundation to help pedi- kid, uh, p- kids with cancer. Um, I could have fumbled that one more. Uh, um, <laughs> Liam drew the design. All the money goes towards that. One of the kid, one of the bat boys for the Phillies had cancer, and Kisses for Kyle was there and really helped out him and his family. So all the money goes towards that. Very cool. Uh, so check that out. Just go to theclutch.com. Promo code NASTYBOYS, all caps, 10% off, except... On the Liam Castiano shirt, because if you're using a promo code on a charity shirt, you're dick. Sit and spin. <laughs> Boom. So yeah, check that out. Thanks to Sports Drink for hosting the audio of this. Uh, Chris, thanks for thanks for doing it again. You know, anytime. Thanks for coming, Nasty Nation. This is great. <laughs> this is fantastic. This was a fun one. Mm. And as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs.